0: Many Tennessee lakes and ponds have an algae problem, and in some instances it can be toxic to people, livestock, and aquatic wildlife. With funding from the Tennessee Valley Authority, the University of Tennessee's Microbiology Department and Institute of Agriculture are collaborating with environmental groups to monitor algae on a TVA reservoir on this edition of AgCast. More on the testing to help keep a waterway clean. Hello, I'm Charles Denny. This is AgCast, brought to you by the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture. A brisk boat ride on a fall day on Teleco Lake in Loudoun County. The place is gorgeous in every season, but a pretty waterway can still be polluted below the surface. While you don't see anything floating on top of the water, Teleco has algae blooms at different depths. That's a concern because some algae can sometimes release toxins that can be harmful to people or any living thing. Stephen Wilhelm is a microbiologist with UT and studies algae issues on Teleco Lake in Tennessee, the Great Lakes, and around the world.
1: There are a lot of different types of algae in the world, and that's one of the things we're interested in, is why do certain environmental conditions lead to certain populations?
0: Every three weeks or so, a UT team collects water samples at six locations on Teleco, looking to measure phosphorus or nitrogen runoff from the surrounding land, which may contribute to algae blooms. Yeah, what does that thing do? Uh, so this, this actually collects water at a specific depth. Mm-hmm. So we drop it down to a predetermined or measured depth, so that we collect water at a standard depth at each location. Then back in their campus lab, Wilhelm says researchers analyze samples to determine the species they're dealing with here.
1: Right, so one of the problems we have is that the ones that make toxin, look a lot like the ones that don't make toxin when we're looking at some of these cyanobacteria. Mm-hmm. So we're very good at identifying who's there, whether they have uh, the capability to make toxins so whether they have the genes, and then we work with partners in New York who are very good chemists that are able to tell us whether the toxins are present or not. Once we have this suite of information, uh, we can then turn it over to uh, systems managers, to people who work in for things like UT Extension to start to work with farmers start to work with golf course owners or just your average resident to sort of clean up nutrient pollution that may be going in. This man-made
0: lake was filled in by TVA in the late 70's. Back then, no one was here. But today, some 15,000 people make their home near this waterway. That's a lot of home lawns, golf courses, and agricultural fields. I live actually one cove um, over from here. Randy Morse is with the environmental group Water, the Watershed Association of the Teleco Reservoir and a lakeside resident. Morris and others will tell you they've noticed the lake getting greener over time. Morse says water is involved in the proactive algal monitoring, trying to prevent the algae from getting worse, protecting recreational users of the lake and the property
2: values of the homes along the shoreline. We want completely do the best we can to keep the property values up if we have harmful algal blooms that's going to be a real problem for the people who live on the lake both health wise and economically algae is everywhere and so if you're swimming or you've been water skiing and you fall off uh, you're going to be in touch with it either directly or indirectly from the toxins that get produced by these bacteria these uh, algae
0: yeah yeah and that's a concern obviously well you know you want the lake obviously to maintain its beautiful yes. it's gorgeous on this fall morning but also there's the, the safety factor as well right yeah
2: actually the the motto if you will of water is to uh, preserve, preserve or improve the quality of the water of the lake mm-hmm. actually of the whole watershed so the watershed being any water that falls from the sky has to go downhill and any water that goes downhill in here then is part of the watershed.
0: The UT Institute of Agriculture is also part of this collaborative effort, looking at the environmental factors that lead to the formation of the algae blooms. Forbes Walker is with
3: UTIA Biosystems Engineering and Soil Science. And what we're trying to understand is how what kind of uh, algal groups do we have? Are we seeing changes and shifts in the type of algal species? And then one of the other big things which um, we're trying to answer is what takes an algal bloom from an unsightly algal bloom to a toxic one? Uh, There are a number of environmental factors that we're studying. So this is just an initial look at what kind of algal populations do we have throughout the season in Telico Lake. How do they shift and are they going to be shifting over time? So we're, we're very much, you know, in the, in the back week, we're very much working with, with farmers to reduce the amount of runoff we get from agricultural operations. Uh, we've had a number of these types of watershed projects before that have had quite successful outcomes. So we're, we know what we're doing. Um, but yes, it's very much a question of looking at where the, uh, the nutrient sources are potentially, both from rural and urban areas.
0: Stephen Wilhelm also praises the collaborative effort between university departments here.
1: So, everything we're doing now um, arose out of uh, conversations with Forbes Walker and uh, Jennifer DeBrun, two professors at UTIA um, who have a lot of experience, uh, especially Forbes, in dealing with the local residents in the state of Tennessee. My lab's a research lab. We really focus on talking to the algae. We don't talk to the residents as much, and you need people at sort of all levels. Teleco is a really interesting opportunity because the citizens that live there have already organized. They already know they want to protect the waterways. They know they want to be able to take their grandchildren out on a Saturday afternoon in the boat or just go down to their dock and drink a cup of coffee or catch a fish. UT Extension's
0: Tennessee Smart Yards program is also part of this effort. It calls to reduce fertilizer and pesticide applications on lawns that might get into the lake from stormwater runoff. Meantime, the algal monitoring will continue, with plans to also test other portions of the area. Teleco is a place of peace and beauty, and the goal here is to emphasize protection and celebrate clean water. Thanks for listening. I'm Charles Denny.